Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 3 through verse 5. Amen. Praise God. Everybody there? Amen. Sixteen years old was Uzziah when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty and two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. And I want to talk to you from this thought today, the way to prosper. The way to prosper. Father, we thank you again today, God. Again, we love you. We appreciate your presence. Sweet Holy Spirit, stay with us. Let us not lead the way that we came, God, but let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost. And we give you all the praise and glory and honor and thanks in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. Amen. The way to prosper. Sixteen years old was King Uzziah when he began to reign. It is this King Uzziah that we read about in Isaiah chapter 6 when Isaiah says, In the year the King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Amen. It's the same Uzziah, which by all accounts was a very prosperous man. When you read his account, uh, amen, in Second Chronicles, you see all the great things that Uzziah died. And the Bible says, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. In some denomination, their overall focus is money as the way to prosper. But one must ask himself, is this all there is to life is money? Paul says that some have not the knowledge of Christ, and I speak that to your shame. In 1 Timothy 6, 6, he says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and to many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and prediction. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness and godliness and faith and love and patience and meekness. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold unto eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Uh, Paul is saying to you and I, and through the writing to Timothy, he says, don't get caught up in the thinking that this teaching of money is all about prosperity. 
He says, you need to realize that all it will do is destroy you and cause you to be led into destruction and prediction. In other words, the going after money and the love of money will cause you to wind up in eternal hell is what Paul is saying. Yes, we need money. Yes, we need to live because it is the currency that we have for our nation, but it cannot be your life. Homes are falling apart. Marriages are falling apart. Children are rebellious and suicidal and confused, all because parents are are trying to make another dollar. Helps are being destroyed, all because they are trying to make another dollar. Jesus says, what doth it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his own soul, or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Amen. You cannot, as we've heard already this morning, serve two masters. Either you're going to love one and hate the other, or you're going to hold on to one and despise the other. Jesus says you cannot serve God and mammon. We must make up our mind. If there is no peace or contentment in our homes, we are not prospering. We are dying. The worst kind of destruction that you can have is self-destruction. Amen. Paul writing to the church of Galatia. He says, who has bewitched you? In other words, who have tricked you and thinking that you need to have more and more and more? Somewhere we've got to get on the same pages with the apostles and Jesus Christ. If we say we're apostolic, that means we believe in the preaching and the teaching of the apostles and Jesus themselves. Uh, and we must become doers of the word uh, and not hearers only deceiving ourselves. Uh, John writing to the church in 3 John chapter 2, verse 2. He says, Beloved, I wished above all things uh, that thou mayest prosper and be in good health uh, even as thy soul prospers. Uh, in other words, John is saying uh, you're going to prosper and be in good health, but it requires your soul to prosper. That inner man that's inside of you, your inner being has got to be healthy. He's got to be stronger than anything else. You cannot allow anything to cause the inner man to become weak and not strong in the Lord. You will only prosper and be in good health if the inner man inside of you is prospering and being in good health. When Jesus breathed into Adam from the beginning, the Bible says man became a living soul. It takes the breath of God to to constantly breathe into you to keep that inner man healthy and strong. Jesus told Nicodemus, he said, the wind bloweth where it listeth, and you hear the sound thereof, but you can't tell where it's coming and where it's going. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And the Bible says in Acts 2, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord and one place and suddenly there came from heaven as of a Russian mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God 
gave the utterance. Uh, you need your soul to be strong, John says. Uh, he says, Beloved in all things, uh, that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. You want your soul. The inner man has got to prosper. You've got to feed him. You've got to take care of him. If not, you're going to be weak. Uh, if not, amen, you're never going to prosper. You can work 900 jobs. Uh, you can work millions of hours. Uh, all you're doing is killing yourself if the inward man is not being restored and being strong in the Lord God. Uh, you can only prosper if he prospers. Praise God. When you ask my wife, how's she doing? And I tell you, she's in pain all the time. She's suffering all the time with pain. But you asked her, how's she doing? You know what she says? All is well with my soul. The outward man is going to perish, Paul says. He says, though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. He said, the light afflictions, uh, which is working in you only for a moment, they're working a more eternal and exceeding weight of glory. I don't think there's ever morning she don't wake up and I say, honey, how are you doing? And she don't say, my head is killing me. Years, years on top of years. Constantly with a headache. But I say, how are you doing, honey? Says, all is well with my soul. And I just back off. Because I know as long as her soul is okay, she's going to make it. She's going to get through the day. It's not about her. It's about him. Amen. As long as the inward man is is being restored. Amen. And John is saying, beloved, above all things, he says, I want you to prosper and be in good health. He said, but your soul has got to prosper in order for it to transpire and for it to happen. He says, I want your soul to be in good health. And this is why we have got to feed our soul day by day. Amen. The Lord told Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate day in, day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that are written therein. For then shall thou make thy way prosperous, and then shall thou have good success. As long as you stay in the word of God, Amen. Your soul is going to prosper and be in good health. David said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the ways of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law that he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bring forth his fruit and his season. His leaf shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You've got to get into the word of God. The psalmstick says, open thou mine eyes that I may behold the wonders out of thy law. David would later say, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple, the 
the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoice in the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlighten the eye. The fear of the Lord is clean, and doing forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them are your servants worn, and keeping of them is great reward. You better eat your Wheaties. Praise God. You see this Bible on the bullboard? Do you know who Bible that is? That Bible belongs to Brother Jeff Arnold. And they say the sign of a well-worn Bible is a sign of a well-fed soul. Look at that. You think you've been spending some time in it? We need the Word of God in our soul. It's like honey in the honeycomb. Amen. We need, if our soul is going to prosper, we've got to be in the Word of God. Amen. In my devotion this morning, it says the Bronner group uh, did a study. And out of all the Christians uh, that says uh, they are Christians, only 13% talk about Christian things on a given basis. Only 13% have discussion about biblical things. Amen. And they do it only once a week. They have conversations about everything else other than the Bible. If our soul is going to prosper, we got to feed it. Amen. We have got to feed our soul. Amen. A merry heart, the Bible says in Proverbs 17:22, do it good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Amen. We've got to feel beloved above all things. I want you to be in good health and prosper, but it starts with your soul. Amen. You don't want to be depressed. You don't want to be oppressed. You don't want to be stressed out and with anxiety in your life. Amen. You've got to feed your soul. The soul has got to prosper in order for you to be in good health. Paul says, and you have been quickened who was dead in your trespasses and sin. But God, who is rich and mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin have quickened us together with Christ by grace are you saved and have raised up us together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ we got to prosper it starts with our
our soul being prosperous uh, and in good health. Uh, John writing to the church uh, in the book of Revelation chapter 10 uh, and verse 8 through 10. John says, and the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again uh, and said, go, take the little book uh, which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. Uh, and I went unto the angel and I said unto him, give me the little book. And he said to me, take it and eat it up and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be as honey in your mouth sweet. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and I ate it up and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. I come to tell you, sometime the word of God is going to be sweet when you don't have to apply it. But sometimes when you got to apply it, it's going to be a little bit bitter because you're not going to want to eat what is said to you to eat. But I come to tell you, it's for the prosperity of your soul. God understands what you're going through. You're going to have to eat this and eat it up. You can't cast it away. The Lord told them with the manner. He says, eat all of this. When he began to have communion with his disciples, he says, eat all of it. Let none go to waste. Even when he did the miracles with the two fish and the five loaves of bread, and they had 12 baskets full left over, he says, take up the fragments. You've got to eat this if you're going to prosper and be a good health. David says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The entrance to his word give it life because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Psalms 138.2 says, I've exalted my word above the name. You need the word of God. It's like honey in the honeycomb. It's like sweetness to the mouth. And you can grow and prosper in the things of God. Beloved, above all things. I want you to prosper and be in good health, but it requires your soul to prosper and to be in good health. Ask yourself, how's my soul? How's your soul right now? You had to do a scale between one and zero, one being life support and ten means running off the charts. Where do your soul fit? You have to decide. It's sweeter than honey to my taste. Proverbs 24, 13, 14 says, My son, eat thou honey because it is good. And the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul. 
When thou hast bound it, then shall there be a reward, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. You've got to eat this. You've got to eat it. Isaiah would write in Isaiah 55, Oh, everyone that thirst, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently to me, and eat that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Amen. He says, let your soul delight itself in fatness. Come, hear, incline your ear, and your soul shall live, and I shall make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. For I have given him for a witness to the people, and a leader and a commander to the people. And a nation shall call thee, which thou knowest not. And nations shall run unto thee, which thou knowest not, because of the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. For he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord, while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let them return unto the Lord, even to our God. And he shall have mercy, and shall abundantly pardon. For my way thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen. As the rain comes down from heaven, and the snow, and water the earth, and they return not thither, but make it to bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be, which goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall accomplish that which I please it. Amen. And make what I sent it to do. And you shall go out with joy, and shall be led forth in peace. And the mountains and the hills shall break forth in the singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. I've come to tell you, you've got to eat this. As long as he sought the Lord, he prospered. As long as you keep seeking up the God, you're going to prosper. Seek the Lord while he may be found. David said, one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life uh, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion and the secret of his tabernacle he shall hide me he shall set me on a rock my head will be high about my enemies round about me therefore when I open his tabernacle the sacrifices of joy I will sing yes I will sing praises unto the Lord How's your soul? What are you feeding it? Beloved, above all things, I want you to prosper and be in good health. But it requires your soul to prosper. You gotta feed the inward man. He's got to be refreshed, new. 
the apostle Peter says, I shall be, they says, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Daily will I seek him. Early in the morning will I seek him. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. I will enter his courts with praise, being thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth and do it to all generations. Jesus says, don't lay up treasures on earth where rust and moth corrupt and thieves break in and steal. He says, lay up treasures in heaven because where your treasures are there will your heart be heart is uh, treasures are that will your heart be also uh, seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God uh, and his righteousness uh, and all these things shall be added unto you how's your soul are you depressed are you oppressed are you stressed are you in anxiety? Those are indicators that your soul is not prospering. You're on your way to death. Beloved, above all things, I want you to prosper. I want you to be successful. That's what he's saying. And I want you to be in good health. Because he came that I might have life and that more abundantly. The thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus brought life. It would have been enough if he had just brought life. But he brought laughter into my soul. He brought peace to my soul. He brought health to my soul. In him I live and I move and I have my beings. We are serving a righteous God. If your soul is not prospering, you have to ask yourselves, uh, what am I doing uh, when I have the Word of God uh, around me, when I have a church uh, that I can go to, uh, when I can have prayer, when I can seek the Lord while He may be found, uh, then I can call upon Him while He is there. Why aren't your soul just running off the church? Above all things, Uzziah, the Bible says, as long as he sought the Lord, he prospered. Wow. Wow. Look at this guy's life. Let me read just a little bit of Second Chronicles 26, verse 9 through 23. Moreover, you out Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate and the valley gate and at the turning of the walls and fortified them. Also, he built towers in the desert and digged many wells. And he had much cattle, both in the low country and in the plains, husbandmen also and wine dressers in the mountains and in the in Carmel. For the, he loved husbandmen. In other words, he loved farming. Moreover, Uzziah had a host of fighting men that went out to war by bands, uh, according to the number of their account, uh, by the hands of Jael, the scribe of Messiah, amen, the ruler under the hands of Hananiah, one of the king's captains. Uh, the whole number of the chief of the fathers of the mighty men of valor was 2,600, and under their hands was an army, 300,000, 7,000, 307,000 and 500 and they made war with mighty 
power to help the king against the enemies. And Uzziah prepared them throughout all the host shields and spears and helmets and hebergons, breastplates and harnesses and javelins and lances, bows and slings and the cast stones. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones withal. And his name spread far and abroad, for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. But then he was strong, his heart was lifted up to destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. And Amaziah, the priest, went in after him and with Four eighty priests of the Lord that were valiant men, and they withstood Uzziah the king, and said unto him, It pertained not unto Uzziah to burn incense unto the Lord, but to the priests, the sons of Aaron, that are consecrated to burn incense. Go out of the sanctuary, for thou hast trespassed it, neither shall it be for thine honor from the Lord. God. Then Uzziah was wroth and had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was wroth with his priests, the leprosy which rose up in his forehead before the priests in the house of the Lord from beside the incense altar. And as arrived the chief priests and all the priests looked upon him, and behold, he was leprous in his forehead, and they thrust him out from thence. Yea, himself hastened also to go out, because the Lord has smitten him. And Uzziah the king was a leper until the day of his death. And dwelt in his several houses, being a leper, for he was cut off from the house of the Lord. And Jotham his son was over the king's house, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Uzziah, first and last, did Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, write. So Uzziah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the field of the burial, which belongs to the kings. For they said he's a leper, and Jotham his son ran. Notice, as long as he sought the Lord... He prospered. But he let somewhere pride get in there. And he tried to take matters into his own hand. In other words, I can do this myself. No. You're going to only prosper as long as you seek the Lord. As long as you keep God first, your soul will prosper and you'll be in good health. Here is a man with all this ability. Amen dies a leper when he could have had a great success and that's why isaiah says in the year the king uzziah died i saw the lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple amen praise god love it above all things i want you to prosper god wants you to prosper amen And be in good health. But it requires your soul to prosper. You've got to feed your soul. You've got to be concerned with the word of God. Feeding yourself with that. Everything else will be all right. God will take care of it. How many times do we have to hear that? He knows what I'm going through. He knows what I'm facing. He knows what I have need of. Don't lean to my own understanding. How many times do I have to have hear that? You know? He wants you to be in good health and prosper. Praise God. But it requires your soul to be in good health. 
and prosper. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 31. One last scripture, Second Chronicles 31, verse 20 and 21. And thus Hezekiah, throughout all Judea, and wrought that which was good and right and truthful before the Lord his God. And in every work that he began in the service of the house of God, and in the law, and in the commandments, to seek his God, he did it. All his heart. And look what happened. And he prospered. Notice. Everything he did. Is to seek God with all his heart. And he prospered. We must seek God with all of our hearts. As think Deuteronomy 6 and 4. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God. With all thine heart. And you talk about it when you're in your house. You talk about it when you're in the way. You talk about it when you lie down. You talk about it when you rise up. Put it on the doorpost and the gatepost. When things get good, he says, Moses said to the children, he says, look. He says, God is going to take you into a land. And when you get there and you got houses which you didn't build and cities you didn't build, and you've got wells dug that you didn't dig. And you've got vineyards and olive trees that you didn't plant. He says, and you eat and you get full. He says, be careful that you don't forget God. See? Don't forget God. That's the only way we're going to prosper and be in good health. Is as long as we seek Him. Amen? Praise God. How's your soul? You need to refresh your soul today. Hallelujah. You need to refresh your soul today.